Hello and welcome to the Vlogging Pod. Tonight we are joined by Rennington Chronicles author P.F. Felix. Yay! <laughs> Yay. Welcome thank to you, the. You, you're welcome. Welcome to the room. How are you today? I am pretty good. Thank you so much for having me, Erie. Oh, you're welcome. It's our pleasure. Let me start our 20-minute timer. We do a 20-minute podcast. Um, but no pressure. If we go over a little bit, it's okay. Um, okay. <laughs> so what I want to ask you first, let's talk about the West Indies. Tell me about where you came from. I came from uh, Freeport, Bahamas. I was born in, uh, they call it New Providence, but I just call it Freeport, Bahamas. Um, back in the, well, I don't want to say the year. <laughs> <laughs> but, but it was a time when the U.S. was struggling with the Caribbean, especially um, Haiti. And so, um, yeah, it's a significant time period when I was born, and I'm glad I got to the U.S. Well, that's nice. Um, so now, tell us where currently you're at now in the U.S. I'm in uh, Northern California. We call it NorCal up here. So I'm by the bay close to San Francisco, nice. about 30, 45 minutes. Nice. Beach side, huh? <laughs> yeah, I wish. <laughs> no, okay. <laughs> oh, that'd be nice, right? Um, well, I'm in yeah. farmland, so the ocean's pretty far from me. So, <laughs> but it's beautiful. I've been to farm areas like in Tennessee. Oh, it's so majestic. Oh, we're in Ohio. I'm in Ohio, so. Oh, okay. Yeah. So, well, I don't know if I'd call it majestic, but it's pretty. <laughs> It's pretty for someone like me. Maybe oh, it's you know, okay. common for you, but it's pretty to me. <laughs> well, I've been born and raised here, so yeah, it's kind of, you know, it's the norm for me. Although I like it, it's the norm for me. Um, so now, when you were growing up, I, I read that you were really into gothic. So tell me the draw for you. Well, growing up uh, in the Caribbean, as most people are aware of we're heavily into spirituality okay um, some people call it voodoo some people call it you know like backwards uh, catholicism oh okay <laughs> and it could be that but um because of our indigenous roots we're very spiritual people so i remember <laughs> excuse me i'm so sorry to all the viewers oh no you're um, i remember well thanks for you i remember first seeing serpent in the rainbow which is about Haiti. it's a west craven film and i'm dating myself by saying it <laughs> And just kind of like laughing when other people were like freaking out watching it with the other kids, you know, from different backgrounds, mostly Latino because of the Latino mix in, in South Miami, which is where I was raised. Okay. Um, when I was laughing at it. I'm like, oh, you, are you kidding me? That's not how they do it. She's like, oh, so you must be evil. And so I'm like, no. So I, I had like this thing about like watching every horror movie ever made in America and like comparing it my culture and then comparing it a little bit to Wiccan and I'm like oh my god this thing is crap you know like you're not crap in terms of the storyline right but like it's not the way things would be done if you wanted to execute a certain spell or something so that's how I got into it at a very early age and then I fell in love with Macbeth in high school I remember doing um I remember being casted by my teacher. I didn't choose oh, okay. <laughs> I'm like hey I'm black we don't do this you know from yeah. Miami we don't do this and she casted me as one of the witches of Dunstantine. Ah. You know, foreshadow Macbeth's death. And she's like, you're so natural at it. 
And I just started laughing. I'm like, what are you trying to say? <laughs> so I I could go on and on. And I know it's 20 minutes, so I'll shut up now. But No, yeah, no, you're, you're fine. <laughs> you're fine. Um, I If you were going over, I would uh, try to re, re, re-angle the conversation. You're fine. You're fine. Um, Thanks, love. <laughs> you're welcome um now on uh insta not instagram i'm sorry on um wisdom i actually titled this live with dark mysticism writer pf felix so tell me a Ooh. little bit i know right i thought that was kind of cool um me chills. <laughs> i know i did title it that way because i found that extremely interesting i didn't put it in the title here because i wasn't real sure but i thought boy that is so this, I do like the dark mysticism. Tell, define that to me. Tell me exactly what that to means. To me, well, the genre of choice for me is paranormal. Okay. And this story is multi-genre. It's paranormal romance with, you know, lots of thrillers, thrillers in it. But dark mysticism is another way of saying spirituality in my book, okay? Okay. I'm not being definitive. I'm just giving you my interpretation of it. Right, right. Dark mysticism is what you cannot really explain because it doesn't deal with this realm, this reality that we know, me talking to you and you seeing your family and friends, that kind of thing. Uh-huh. It deals with maybe connecting with spirits in the spiritual realm. And I don't want to freak anyone out because, you know, it is what it is. Uh-huh. <laughs> but that's what dark mysticism is to me. And so when I wrote this story, I was very conscientious about not putting too much in it. But mm-hmm. if you are uh, uh, an avid participant or if you are a spiritualist, because some have reached out to me they're like you might want to pipe it down here and, and there and i'm like no i'm not going to do it i'm going to beef it up because i got your attention so dark to answer your question dark that's what darkness system is to me it's basically tapping into that energy you know what i mean being very cautious when you do it of course and i recommend that to anybody but tapping into that that realm that you know you and i can't see in this reality well, I actually find that very interesting, to be honest with you. I mean, it kind of gives me it kind of gives me an eye, a couple ideas for some books of my own. So. Yes, you're a writer. You're an author. I, yeah. I read that about you. Yeah. 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 A little bit. Yeah. <laughs> a little bit. Um, currently, I'm not doing any writing. I broke my, uh, well, I didn't break it. I fractured my elbow, so I'm not doing much of anything <gasps> writing-wise. Oh, I, my God. I know. I I'm know. sending blessings your way. I'm oh, thank you. Thank here. you. I greatly yeah. appreciate that. Um, so let's take a scene. I mentioned that. So tell me about the genre. You say you're more paranormal that you like. Tell me what is it that appeals to you about the genre? Okay, well, uh, what appeals to me about the genre or uh, being a paranormal author is that I can play with fiction. I can play with it. <clears throat> the type of paranormality I'm tapping into is demons, witches, nuns, believe it or not. Oh. <laughs> and um, and uh, I, I coined the term dawn, demons, angels, witches, and nuns. So I coined the term dawn, and I actually talked to my graduate professor about it. She thought it was really cool that I was able to do that because paranormal anything is a huge genre within itself. Because, you know, you can talk about werewolves like Twilight, and, you know, werewolves and uh, vampires like Twilight. Mm-hmm. You can talk about ghosts like the movie Ghost starring Patrick Swayze. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. I'm, you know, you can, there's, oh, that's paranormal. Right. So, yeah. Trust me, I know those, both of those. I'm that old. I'm, I'm almost 50, so yeah. <laughs> 
but they came to the town to restore the town, but she notices that they are like capitalizing on it and no one's saying anything because they're benefiting from it. And then there's still some deaths happening around the town that are being, that are unexplained. While she's there, she meets, uh, she run, she uh, encounters a, a new professor that onboards. He's a volunteer professor. And she begins a relationship with him unexpectedly, right? Because she's a stone cold lesbian in the beginning that you read. <laughs> okay. But then she begins a, a, bi a bisexual relationship with him. Okay. However, what she doesn't realize is that everything that's happened to her, including the death of her former lover, all of that was is entangled with her going to Runnington, meaning uh, they want something evil wanted her to go to Runnington. Right. And that's what the story is about in a nutshell. Nice. So it kind of set uh, <laughs> the things in motion to get her there. Yeah, they set a lot of bad things in motion <laughs> to get her there. And she, um, by the time she realizes it, it's, it, she's in a very dangerous spot. Now, and so that's book one. Okay, so I know you said that you got uh, signed with Golden Storyline Books, and mm -hmm. they're vamping the story a little bit. So tell me, um, do you see that it's going to evolve into a more than one? Is it going to be? Because I know you have it as a series, but are they going to continue mm -hmm. it as a series? Do they see it going farther? Well, they like the original story. They like The Night Professor. We just agreed that the title should change. <laughs> oh, okay. Um, okay. And, but they want to see the success because they know I'm a new author. They know I didn't, you know, sell all the books I wanted and all that stuff. They already knew that. They already calculated all that. Okay. But in order to say, okay, we're going to now extend your contract to a series, they want to see how well this new story does. And trust me, the storyline itself, I can't say, I can't speak about sales. I can't predict things. I'm not one of those <laughs> spiritualists. <laughs> but what I can say is the storyline to me is a lot darker because in in book one or in The Night Professor, you're kind of focused on another character other than The Night Professor. You're focused on Amira Rose, who's entangled with The Night Professor, so it, it blends well. Okay. But in, in this version, it's all Dr. Nolan. It's all about The Professor. That comes to the school that's you know everyone's you know angel you know what i mean he's right. the champion and you know everybody's got a dark side and so i think this story is a lot sexier it's a lot darker but it's just uh you know it's it's the focus the focus is more on him than on her where in the original was more on her okay i get you yeah so yeah <laughs> yeah i'm following i'm following it sounds very intriguing i'd be very interested um so now I have, um, hold on a second. Yeah, this okay. isn't really a writing question. However, I did notice it off of LinkedIn when I was looking you up and looking around. So, uh, clarinet, a professional musician. Tell me about that. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I don't, I'm not afraid to go anywhere to look you up to find out what I need to oh. find. <laughs> so... <laughs> Hey, I'm scaring you. <laughs> <laughs> well, I like to be thorough, so I do. I do try like to look around, and I I love finding different things. I mean, don't nothing. You know what I mean? Nothing mean, or you know, or uh, but I do love finding some of these little interesting anecdotes. So tell me about being a professional musician. Tell me how that came about. Yes, well, I was a B flat clarinetist since middle school. Um, I remember. Uh, needing to play an instrument for the church because my mom was on my case, so you know we we couldn't afford it, 
And so I joined the school musical program, you know, the, the band. Right. School, yeah. Uh, in, in middle school. And that was the only way I could get a clarinet. And because the teachers knew that we were struggling, um, they would let us, uh, they would let me rent out the clarinet year round instead of turning it in at the end of the you know school year. Right. And then waiting throughout the summer, you know, because we, we were, you know, working class, very low work. Right. And so I played the clarinet all through middle, um, the last two years of middle school, all through high school. And then after that, I bought my first clarinet. I was so happy with my like first real, you know, full time job. Uh-huh. And I kept playing in the church for uh, at least until I was about 26. And now my daughter plays the clarinet. Nice. And so I'm teaching her and she's always challenging me with, oh, you know, that's not right, mom. That's not how the teacher shows. I'm like, hey, you want to get these trills right? You want to get this, you know, want this to sound perfect? You want a, a decrescendo? Well, okay, this is how you do it, baby. And then, you know, the jazz part about it came um, in high school where we tried to do little uh, different programs because we were a minority environment. Most of the kids never heard of symphonic band or jazz band. I know I'm one of them. And so the band director then, um, he tried to institute different programs. And so I was in a quartet throughout high school, which was cool. And then I was in the jazz band and we played a different program throughout the school. And then I remember when we played for the state of Florida, we won, we actually won a freaking like title of excellence. And it, it just felt like, wow, I, I came from nothing <laughs> to teaching myself how to play the clarinet to joining the band. Right. And now look, you know, this is a part of my school's history. So right. I'm really proud of that. Well, you should yeah, be. I've been playing you should be, because I can't <laughs> play anything. <laughs> Yeah, but um, I'm pretty sure you could do a lot of other things. We all have our little talents, you know what I mean? So it's not yeah. Like, you know? Cur- currently, it's falling down and breaking my elbow. <laughs> oh. <laughs> yeah, what's the, yeah, yeah, well, yeah. And I didn't just fall once. The next day, I did it again. I was like, are you flipping kidding me? <laughs> oh, my God. I know. So well, so. so with the writing, and tell me, I, I know you have the Runnington Chronicle. And this is your this mm-hmm. is your first. You did publish in twenty twenty one, correct? That is correct. And you're gonna redo you're revamping and you're republishing it. When is it coming out again? Um, I tried to ask the editor that. He's like <laughs> he's not responding to that. He responds oh. to everything else. But um I'm assuming it will come out Christmas. I would really like for it to come out in Halloween. Right. But I have to see what they're editing. Like they liked my inputs and then they took the manuscript and then I made some adjustments and gave them a new manuscript and then I'm waiting for them and it's been like six weeks and I know the editing process takes anywhere from from what I've Googled and researched because they're not going to tell me their average book. From what I've Googled, it takes, it could take about six months. Wow. You know what I mean? So yeah. I'm trying to be patient. They're from the UK. Right. And then the irony of this, the reason why it's taking so long, I think, between us, you know, professionals. Right. It's because the word Rennington is actually a name of a village in Alnwick, Northumberland, UK. Oh. And when I wrote about it, honestly, I thought it all came from a, a spiritual vision. I thought it all came from, from you know, my thoughts and prayers and whatever. And then a fan told me, hey, you know this, you know, there's a village called Rennington. It's in northern um, uh, England, uh, south of Scotland. I'm like, you got to be bull, <laughs> you know, bull spitting. You have yeah. got to be lying to me. And the, uh, and the weird part is, is that there are certain things that I talk about, like the fall festival. You know, it was my rendition of Halloween, but I didn't want to say Halloween because it's such a commercial thing to say. So right. I wanted to be different. And I, I, you know, wrote out about like a series of events that would happen that are different, that aren't common in the U.S. 
it may be common in the islands, not the U.S. Well, you would not believe it. They have a corn festival. And I swear to God, the way I described it, it's one-to-one, and I have never been. I have never been to England. I've never been to Rennington. But when they sent me photos, because I was in contact with someone in their parish, their, you know, the government, uh-huh. when they sent me, like, photos and descriptions of their um, corn festival, I thought I was, I mean, I, I checked my, you know, Advil for crack. Like, I couldn't <laughs> believe it. You know what I mean? I, I could not believe how one-to-one wait, it wait, was. Wait, wait, wait. You checked so your... So they thought I... <laughs> Let me stop my timer. Uh, you checked your Advil for crack. <laughs> yeah, I thought I was on crack or something because it, it was too surreal for this to happen. You know, I, I love, can guess I, a lot of things about you. And then to be absolutely accurate has to mean something yeah. in, my, in my book, right? I really love that statement. I had to check my Advil for crack. <laughs> oh, my God. That was that is off. That's gold right there. I feel like I should put that on a plaque and hang that somewhere. Yeah. <laughs> that is gold. Um, we are out of 20 minutes, but I want to ask you one oh. final question before. I know. I'm sorry. Um, but I'd love to have you back on. I am pretty much booked for this year, but here's the, let's, let's, let's do this. Let me ask you. Where do you see you going from here? Do you plan on having another series, another book? Do you have something yes, else so, in the work? Okay, tell me just yes, a little so bit. I, okay, so the next book I have out is dedicated to my daughter. It's called, the title, and I can reveal the title because I have it copywritten already. Okay. It's called Bad Games. Okay. And it takes place in Rennington again. It's another, it's going to be a part of the series. So Rennington is the umbrella, right? And book one is now Dr. Nolan. Book two is going to be Bad Games. And book three is going to be this title that I'm not going to reveal until the okay. end of the year. I'm actually going to go to Rennington this year, probably okay. around Christmas time, to get a feel for the land and to get an understanding of how I envisioned it so well, having never been. And so with that, I, I say that to say that um, the series is going to continue moving forward. I'm in a master's program right now. I just um, got inducted into their honor society. Oh, nice. But I'm in a Congratulations. Program right now. Thank you, love. <laughs> and, and I say that because my professor is actually helping me with book two. And so I'm getting like that academic support to make it very, very interesting, but it's going to focus on a video game that hit the town mysteriously Uh and it's possessing and killing a lot of people who are playing it. Nice. My daughter is my niece. Ah, (laughs) when you say that's going to come out at the end of the year or probably next year? Yeah, it's probably going to come out next year because I had to stop everything I was doing to, to go back and revamp book one. Which, you know, kind of threw me off. But, hey, you get a traditional publisher, you do whatever they tell you, right? right. Oh, I don't <laughs> so blame, I had to I don't blame you. If you go back. That is really, I mean, it's so it's it's beyond awesome that someone reaches out and said, hey, we would love to make this a part of something else. We would love to help you grow this. I mean, that is an, an extraordinary compliment. I mean, you know what I mean? I don't know if I would, how I would feel about that. I'd be like, okay, what? <laughs> <laughs> That's exactly what I said to them. Okay, what? Yeah, what? No, because I was shocked. Yeah. And I tried. I reached out to a lot of American publishers, and some of them are a little, I mean, not publishers, uh, literary agents, and some of them are a little deceptive. Uh, some couldn't even believe my race because they were they were expecting, because I didn't send a photo. I didn't want to show my face because, you know, I just wanted people to love my work for my work right. and not worry about who I am or where I'm from. And some uh, literary agents, especially in New York, they were like, oh, you know, tell us your race. We, 
we like to help minorities, whatever it is. If you tell them your race, they go ghost. Yeah. And so to have this objective, wonderful organization or company in the UK say, we love your store. We can, you know, we can do something with it. That meant a lot to me. And it means a lot to me to have a beautiful person like yourself say that Aww. too. Because people weren't get people weren't giving me a chance. Right. People weren't, you know, like they were like, what the heaven are you doing well, writing? Let's do like well. Let's do this. Why don't you come back with the next book? You say it's going to come back um, the next year. So, so get on the site where you booked, and let's go book you for again for January. We'll bring you back, and we'll talk a little bit more about the series, because I mean, you'll have the next book out. Then you'll be ruining another one. So mm-hmm. let's come back and redo it. I mean, I'm open to that. Okay. Yes, ma'am. Okay, and then you can tell yes, me ma'am. how the first book's <laughs> going, and we can just like break it on down. Okay. Sounds like a date. All right. (laughs) Well, I want to thank you and everybody tonight, especially for bearing with me, um, doing everything one-handed in the studio. Trust me, if you could see me on the other side, you'd be like, oh, my gosh. Anyway, so I want (laughs) to thank you for that. Um, Even my interview questions, I had to find a transcripting um, app for one of my computers and then I transferred it over to my Kobo so I could actually um, have it in front of me. So it was an ordeal but it's totally worth it when I get to meet uh, people like yourself, PF, Felix. So it was an awesome. Her link is above in the bio. I will make sure that the link and that you can reach her will be on the videos that are posted. So please stay tuned guys. Um, next Thursday we have Mike, da- I'm sorry, Mark David Gearson, who will be on the program again at 7 p.m. Eastern on Thursdays. Thank you so much, everyone, for coming in live. It means a great deal to us. Have a great evening. Bye-bye for now.